If you're not reaching your financial potential, you're going it alone as a solopreneur, or you're lacking fulfillment and meaning in your life, then this podcast is for you. In each and every episode, Rock helps you create breakthroughs and results so you can live life on your terms. So get ready to unleash more money, time, and magic in your life. Here's your host, Rock Thomas. You've probably heard that you are the average of the five people you hang out with most. Today, I want to encourage you to stop and reflect for a moment on who you're spending most of your time with. Are they supportive? Are they encouraging? Are they motivated? And are they action takers? Or are they unhappy, unmotivated, and stuck? Or somewhere in between? Whoever you surround yourself with, they have a ripple effect on your results. The good news is that surrounding yourself with high-achieving, motivated, happy people accelerates your success. And that's the whole point of this show. When you're ready to take the path toward financial freedom and fulfillment in your life and find out about the various masterminds that are available to you, if you're a high achiever, then we have room for you in our community. Go to rockthomas.com forward slash VIP call. All right, welcome to another special, special edition of Rock Your Money, Rock Your Life podcast. I'm your host, Rock Thomas. And in this edition, we are going to be interviewing one of the greatest podcasters on the planet, John Lee Dumas, who has entrepreneurs on fire. He's interviewed Tony Robbins and many, many other greats uh, on his podcast. You now have uh, a waiting list of hundreds and hundreds of people literally every month that want to get on his podcast. You have to pay to get on his podcast. And he's been doing it for many, many years. And one of the things I love about John is John is a big advocate. Find your lane and then become number one. And people want to go to number one. They want to have their problems solved by number one. He's going to talk about that. It's about a 20-minute interview. It's chock full of really great, insightful thoughts from somebody who's been in that space and just crushing it. And he talks also about um, life in the Caribbean as well. So without any further ado, let's get to one of the top podcasters in the world and my interview with John Lee Dumas. I'm looking at you and I'm saying, how much has military affected your consistency and success? A lot, because I went into the military a very irresponsible um, kind of scatterbrained 22-year-old. And I came out saying, you know what? The reason why I survived 13 months in Iraq, the reason why I was able to attain the rank of being a captain is because I transformed. I metamorphosized over my four years as an officer in the, in the U.S. Army. I did not have discipline. I did not have focus. And I was very unproductive with my time um, on a lot of different levels. And the military changed all of that. Because again, when you know that you're going into an environment where you will be shot at daily, where your decisions can and will decide if someone lives or dies on any given day over a 13-month time frame, you start to take things seriously. And that's really what I started doing at a young age. And again, as young as you might want to think 22, 23 is, but that's what I started doing at that age was taking things seriously. And then when I was able, years later, to commit myself to entrepreneurship. And I looked around and I said, why does everybody think it's so 
crazy for me to say, I'm going to launch a daily podcast. That's just a 25 minute conversation every day with awesome people like rock. Is that really that hard to believe? Cause people were like, thought that I was trying to land on the moon with like a backpack or something. And it just made sense to me of like, if I just get up every single day and do these 10 things, I will have an episode published by the end of that day. And that's my goal. And now you and I are talking rock. That was 10 years ago. That was 3,500 episodes ago. That was a hundred million listens ago of the podcast. And I'm still here kicking. So how do you help people as entrepreneurs transition? I grew up on a farm. I learned how to, you know, be creative and fix things when we didn't have the right tools, but the people that haven't been exposed to the military, and then you want to help them become great entrepreneurs. How do you transition that? How do you translate that discipline? I live by example. And I say, listen, not everybody should be doing a daily podcast interviewing entrepreneurs. Not everybody should be trying to achieve X or Y or Z. Like, this is the life that I want. So I created the patterns and the path to get there. Your life can and should be very different on, on what your projections look like, on what you want to achieve over that lifetime. How do you settle down now and say, this is what's going to get me from here to there? And which is why, Rock, back in 2016, which is right around the last time I interviewed you for my show, um, I launched the Freedom Journal, which is a 100-day goal journal on how to accomplish your number one goal in 100 days, broken out into 10 10-day sprints. So every 10 days... So there's 10 of them over the course of 100 days. You're doing micro sprints. Every 25 days, you're doing what I call a quarterly look back to see what went right, what went wrong. So going forward, you can adjust and pivot so that by day 100, following this process, you'll have achieved a meaningful goal. And I actually have a good friend of mine right now, Andy Storch, who is on his 17th Freedom Journal in a row. Like he refuses to live life without it because it has allowed him to get to where he is because every day he wakes up, he knows the Freedom Journal is going to guide him to just get done just that day what he needs to get done. Because this is a Tony Robbins quote that I love. So many people overestimate what they can do in a year, but they underestimate what they can do in a decade. And so when, they, when you overestimate what you can do in a year, you get frustrated when you're at month nine, you're not even close to your goal but you don't realize what you can accomplish in a decade. And I look back on what I've accomplished in a decade and it's mind blowing to think that just 10 years ago, I was pre-podcast launch to where I'm at now, down in Puerto Rico, on a mansion, on the Caribbean, living my dream life, You know, working five days a month. Like if you could have told me that could have happened in 10 years, I'd be like, no, that's, that's a 50 year goal. But 10 years is an amazing amount of time when you use that time right. Yeah, beautiful. I agree with that. On your website, you have a history of the evolution of your growth and kind of what happened and some of the landmarks. And, and for those of you that aren't um, familiar with it, you should go and check it out because it's really impressive as to what you just talked about. The compound effect of just staying with it and really good. Now, you have made podcasting your thing. So many people are tempted by now, TikTok and different things. How have you had, again, the vision to do just that and become, you know, so good at it. Because I'm a believer in one core principle. People will beat a path to the doorstep of the number one solution to a real problem they have. Mm -hmm. People will beat a path to the number one solution for a real problem that they have. So knowing that, I just had to ask myself a simple question. 
what in this world can I become the number one solution to? And back in 2012, it didn't come overnight, but over time, my idea evolved. And I said, well, I can become the number one business podcast that interviews entrepreneurs seven days a week. Now, why did I know I could become number one in that? Because there was zero competition. Zero people were doing a daily podcast interviewing entrepreneurs. So the day that I launched, I was the best daily podcast interviewing entrepreneurs. I was the worst daily podcast interviewing entrepreneurs. I was the only show in town. And people that wanted that type of content at that quantity had to come to my doorstep for that solution. And I've seen that play out time and time again with other successful people like yourself that I've interviewed over the past decade. They've all been able to become the number one solution to a real problem in the world. And that's what I tell people to do. What can you become number one in? Because people rock, they'll ignore the second best solution all the way to infinity when the number one solution's available to them. Yeah, that's so cool. Um, speaking of that, what are some of your favorite interviews you've had? Top three or something that stand out to you? I loved interviewing Sally Hogshead on my show because to me, she is such an amazing stage speaker. And I saw her speak live a couple of times before I had her on the podcast. But at the same time, I was like, she has a script because, you know, her, her talks were pretty similar, you know, multiple times, the same jokes, the same talking points. I'm like, how will she be if she comes on my podcast and I kind of throw her a couple of curveballs and kind of go a little bit off script. And she was amazing. And it was just like, wow, like this woman really lives her side of the business, what she does, which is all about fascination. And, and, and you can just tell the amount of in-depth research that she's done on that topic. And I just love when people are so good at one thing. I could have asked her, you know, like, how many people play, you know, football on a football team? She would have had no idea. I'm just giving <laughs> an example, but she knows her lane so right. well. And that's so powerful. And that's, that's always been my favorite interviews I've done over the years is when I'm interviewing somebody who's so obviously the best at their craft. And like, that's why, you know, I think that documentary went viral a number of years ago. It was about that guy who had his sushi shop you know, in a subway little side shop, like it was down under underground, but he was just known as the number one person in his craft. So people traveled the world to go and eat his sushi. It's called like Ichiro something sushi. It was like an amazing documentary because he's the best at his craft. And so that's what I look for. Like I look for how can I be the best in my craft, which is podcasting, a daily podcast interviewing entrepreneurs. And I look for my guests, who, who is the best at their craft? How can they bring their area of unparalleled knowledge and expertise to my listeners, to my show? Speaking of expertise, after doing so many interviews, you must have a question that you ask people that, that provokes something that's interesting. What are some, of, some or one of your favorite questions to ask some of your entrepreneur guests? I think one of the biggest kind of hacks that I've learned is to get people's mindset, not to just going into what I call the click were, where they get a, a question they get all the time. And they just kind of go off on the exact same rant, which is by the way, what Tony Robbins does at every single one of his talks, amazing, speaker, <laughs> amazing motivator, but right. he just goes into, does the exact same talk and the exact same story a million times. And that's right. all he does. I love when I get people out of that and I do that by asking them one simple follow-up to my question. So I'll ask the question 
And then I'll just say these words and it always changes everything because I'll say, tell me that story. Now, all of a sudden, they're not just reciting facts and figures. Now I'm forcing them to take a step back and tell a story, tell a story around that question that I asked. Whatever the question might be, I always love to finish it by saying, tell me that story. Because we as humans rock, like we love stories. There's a reason why history, his story. We love stories. Once upon a time, you lean in. You want to hear what's coming up next. Make people tell their story. Speaking of that, I remember watching you move uh, down to Puerto Rico and a few pictures of your house. Yeah. And you're kind of settling in. Uh, Why don't you tell us that story and what it's led to as a quality of life for you? I'll never leave. Puerto Rico is home. It is absolutely paradise. And five years ago, you know, I had just gotten done for the second year in a row writing a seven-figure check to Uncle Sam. Um, and I was like, you know, I don't, I'm not against paying taxes. You know, people got to do it. But I feel like I've, I've, I've done it now for a couple of years in a row and I've written some pretty big checks. So uh, what, what, what other opportunities do we have around here? And when I stumbled upon a little island in the Caribbean that's an American territory that we could just move to on a drop of a hat and immediately immediately stop paying federal tax, immediately stop paying state tax, and not only just pay a flat 4% tax rates, but also 0% capital gains. And let me tell you, my cryptocurrency's got some capital gains. I'll just leave you on the <laughs> side note. 0% getting to keep the money that I make as an entrepreneur has been amazing. You know, it's allowed me to be a bigger and better philanthropist. It's allowed me to build generational wealth. It's just been such a fantastic thing. And side note, which I didn't know coming down, but we found the most amazing community, the most amazing house, the most amazing people that live here. And it's just one word, paradise. And so that move has been fantastic. I love San Diego. San Diego is beautiful. It's epic. It's got so many great qualities about it, but keeping the money you make is not one of those qualities of San Diego. So I will never live in California again um, for more than a, a visit. And I just can't picture ever leaving Puerto Rico. Yeah, I got a lot of friends down there. There's a really good community of personal development people that, that have gone down there as well. So as you look forward, you know, we're trying to come out of this pandemic. People are, some people are still feeling isolated and, um, you know, events haven't been what they are. What are you looking forward to in, in this upcoming year yourself personally? One word balance. That's something that I've always struggled with my whole life. I've always been an all or nothing kind of guy. And so I've struggled with balance on all different spectrums, by the way. Like I've been unhealthy. That's not balanced. I've been too healthy. And some people don't get what that means, but guess what? Like if doing a 30 minute sauna is really healthy, doing a 30 minute sauna 60 days in a row can actually be unhealthy if you're not remineralizing correctly, putting the right foods and nutrients in your body. So, I mean, there's ways to do everything too much, too little, and it's all about balance. And so that's where I became out of balance in a couple of things in my life in 2021, um, specifically on the health side of things, like, because I was like, oh my God, like I'm, I have all this free time now. My business is basically running on autopilot and I have you know, 26 days per month that I'm almost doing nothing business-wise because my business takes five days per month. What if I really went down the biohacking rabbit hole, which I did and I learned a lot, but 
you can go too far down certain holes as well. So now I'm looking to say, you know, how can I balance everything in my life? How can I balance work, relationship, love? Like there's too much work. There's too little work. There's right. too little love. There's too much love. Like there's all these different things. And so my word for 2022 is balance. And um, I'm hopefully going to do better at achieving balance. Yeah. Lovely. Now, you know, I have a son who's 29 who made $5 million last year. I find people are making money quick, more quickly than ever before. There's NFTs, there's cryptocurrency. Um, is, it, is it a goal for you to be a billionaire? Is that something that's important? Or do you more focus on giving value, giving back? Where is that mindset there? Do not have a goal to be a billionaire. It definitely might happen in this world. I've definitely made some pretty awesome strategic early investments that could go to the moon or could much more likely go to zero or somewhere in between. <laughs> um, but, you know, so I'm, I'm very aware that like I could, you know, like my level of wealth right now, which is, you know, in the eight figures, you know, could go exponential as a result or it, it, you know, again, might not. So, I mean, like when I hear like the word, like, do you want to become a billionaire? My answer is, no, like I'm not working to become a billionaire, but I am also at the same time aware just because of where my interest and curiosity lies, which is with NFTs and metaverse and cryptocurrencies and the blockchain in general. Um, it could happen if I, you know, get lucky and hit a couple of the quote unquote lottery tickets I'm, I am putting, you know, a decent amount of an investment and capital into. Um, and if that happens, I just become, you know, crazy crazy philanthropic because I don't know how, what, what your attitude is going to be. And we don't have time to get down the, the rabbit hole. But I mean, like if I was going to guess, I think your son at 29 was probably able to make $5 billion in one year because when he turned 18 or 21, you didn't hand him a hundred thousand dollars because when you do stuff like that, you can't respect money. You don't understand money. You don't learn what it actually means. And you may never get to now because your parents have ruined it for you. So every time I hear parents be like, oh, I'm just, you know, trying to build up this, this generational wealth so I can just give it to my kids. I'm like, you're ruining the best gift you could give your kids, which is the ability to become successful on their own merits, which I think is the best gift that my parents gave me. And I cherish that. And I'm so proud of what I've accomplished because they did not give me and they could have, my dad could have, could have written me a million dollar check when I was 18 or 21 years old. And he would have been fine. Like he's a very successful lawyer has been for a long time, but he did the opposite. He's like, go do it. All right. You're out of my house. Go, go figure it out. And at the time I was like, all right, that's a bummer. But looking back, I'm like, what a gift, unbelievable. And what a, easy way to ruin your children is to hand them something that they don't even understand or know what it takes to get. So if that billionaire status for me comes, like it's going to, you know, benefit a lot of people in this world in very specific strategic ways, but it won't benefit my kids at all. Sounds like it'll be just a byproduct of you adding value in the world. It's not the goal. It'll just be a derivative of. It'll be a derivative. Yeah. yeah. And, and luck. Yeah. And you know, I once heard a quote, it's not what you leave your children, it's what you leave in your children that mm. really matters. And so I think that's what you said. So beautiful. I resonate with that. All right. Last, last question for you. Um, you've had great people on your podcast, some of the greatest people on the planet. And if you sum up the total of the great people, probably the greatest podcast interviewer ever, um, who have you not had? Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos, any of these people interest you? 
Not really. Um, not that I wouldn't want to interview those individuals you mentioned, um, but it would have to just be kind of more of a, of a natural happening. Like I don't want to go out and like try to pull some time from an individual who's like, you know, checking their phone and doing a million different things. Like right. I want it to happen because it's meant to happen. And, and that could happen down the road. But I, I honestly have believed for quite some time now that like my guests, they find entrepreneurs on fire for the right reasons. Like right now I'm getting 400 inbound requests per month for people being on the show. I literally haven't asked someone to be on the show in years now because I know that the people that are finding my show that want to be on the show that make it through my application process, those people show up, they deliver, they're prepared, they give so much to my audience. And that's what I'm committed to. Like I'd much rather have somebody who my audience has never heard of, but has spent a ton of time just preparing to deliver so much value in their area of expertise on my show than to get 15 minutes from, you know, Jeff Bezos, just, you know, in between, you know, refreshing, right. you know, how many billions of dollars he has on his, you know, <laughs> portfolio, um, yeah. answering a couple of questions he's answered a million times before and, you know, and not willing to, to get real. So again, open to interviewing yeah. pretty much anybody, right. but like more of like, how do they find their way to me? Yeah, somebody who's got a lane they've mastered that maybe we haven't totally. uh, had an access to. Okay, final, final question. Um, what do you think is the most important group of people right now that need help? Is it kids? Is it is it um, college kids coming out and, and being lost? There's so much change happening so quickly. What's the group of people that need really to, to get some help right now? I honestly would say human beings. I mean, I think there's so many people that are 60, 70, 80, that just feel like they've completely lost their way in this world because right. of everything that's changed. They need help because they have years and years and years left, some of them decades, where they could be really functional and really contributors to this world. And, you know, uh, there's, there's young kids like that are, you know, under 12 years old that like could really be set on this path of amazing opportunities if they're nurtured and guided in the correct way during those very formative years. Just like there's people that you mentioned that are 22 years old coming out of college or 18 and deciding never to go to college, which I think is brilliant for some people. Um, and that's a whole other conversation though. And um, that, that could, you know, really get into the right things with just, again, the right push or the right guidance, the right piece of advice. Um, but if I had to choose one category, I'd say it's it's those kids that are 12 years old right now that are growing up in a world where it's scary, you know, to 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 know what you can, you know, click on your phone and see in 10 seconds. So if parents aren't, you know, and if adults aren't really working to, you know, make sure that kids in those really young formative years aren't just becoming these you know, smartphone vegetables, so to speak, it could be a really dangerous time. You've been listening to John Lee Dumas on another episode of Rock Your Money, Rock Your Life podcast. John, thank you so much. We really appreciate it and all the work you're doing. Thanks, brother. Okay. God bless. Adios, Rock. Good hanging out. All right. You've just listened to an episode with me interviewing John Lee Dumas, and I am really, really excited about the fact that you get to witness somebody who's mastered one lane. I think so many people have this shiny object syndrome and they're trying to do a million things. But when you're really great at one thing and you just go deep into that one thing, 
then you get to a level of mastery and you can then really share with other people the nuances and the distinctions that allow them to get really good as well. So John is one of those examples for you. And now if you are looking for a vehicle to march toward your millions, continue listening to these episodes. And if you liked what you heard today, of course, subscribe or give us a, um, a little bit of a feedback on that. So we continue to bring you great, great uh, interviewees like we did today. And we'll catch you on the next Rock Your Money, Rock Your Life podcast. So that's it for today's episode of Rock Your Money, Rock Your Life. Head on over to iTunes and subscribe to the show. Then head on over to rockyourmoneyrockyourlife.com and pick up a copy of Rock's free gift so you too can reach your financial potential, enjoy extraordinary success, and live the life you've imagined. Join us on the next episode.